If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Ooh, we got a good episode for you. A listener-chosen film. Um, mm-hmm. It's a great one. Spooky, creepy. You're going <laughs> to love it. Spooky, sexy, cool. Uh, spooky, sexy, cool like us. Nothing sexy about this one, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're... There, listening to it, so uh, don't don't be so fast to say, mm. Henley. Um, what am I talking about? I would like to take a moment, me personally, to shout out some folks who I think are also spooky, sexy, cool, mm-hmm. and I agree. they are our newest patrons. We got a couple of new vessel heads all aboard to these two who we so love and appreciate. It's Lindy Beery and Stephanie Post. We love you forever, unconditionally starting now. We freaking love you so goddamn much. And um, some other people we love so goddamn much are people joining Tony fucking Colette's inner circle. Uh, who's crazy, sexy, coolier? Oh, wait. Coolier. <laughs> no, no. I thought that was good. Who's crazy, sexy, coolier who's than that? Sp- spooky, sexy, coolier than Tony fucking? Oh, right. Again, I said coolier. <laughs> That was that was not me trying to repeat my last mistake. That was me again thinking it was the right word. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it so. That's a fun word. Spooky, sexy, coolier than Tony Collette. <laughs> uh, these people joining Tony Collette's inner circle are Franny McKay Bennett, Amy Eels, Heather Kawaguchi, Katie Donbavan, Dana Welk, Taryn Alexandrine, Brandon Baller, Megan McCullum, Tim Ragan, and Marina G. Jones. We love you forever, unconditionally starting You're now. the coolierest people we know. We also got a couple of upgrades for you this week. Um, mm. Thank you to Kristen Merritt. <laughs> Yum. And Margaret Kammer for being so delicious. Delicious. (laughs) And deliciously upgrading to the next level of our Patreon. Mm -hmm. Um, Ooh, they're going to live deliciously. A nice little They're going to, ooh, they would like to live deliciously. Yep. And they will. And they hopefully all everybody will love this episode. And here it is starting right now. Starting right now. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. everyone welcome to too scary didn't watch the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves i'm emily and i'm too scared to watch scary movies i'm henley and i'm also too scared to watch scary movies i'm sammy and i love watching scary movies (laughs) and i love telling (laughs) my friends about them and i love telling our listeners about them Mm mm-hmm 
She's really good yeah, at it. Yeah, she loves it. What's up with us this week, guys? Are we doing more adjusted to our daylight savings? Yeah, I think I'm a little more adjusted to daylight savings. It was really just that one morning that was tough. That was It was the morning, and that, that was a tough one. Um, I like this later later sunlight situation. Fan of that for sure. That's nice. But it's colder in the mornings is the thing I always forget mm. about this, this time change. And it's mm. harder to get out of bed because it's just colder and yeah. darker, you know? Yeah. Um, I have uh, a heater. This has been a, a real life changer for me, guys. I bought oh a I bought a like radiator heater for my bedroom, mm. and it has a remote control that I keep oh my next God. to my bed. So I wake up in the morning and I don't get out of bed. I turn on my heater first, and I wake up once I get out of bed once the room is warm. It's really that is amazing. Yeah, that's really good. That's the right way to do it. <laughs> I am a huge supporter of space heaters. I love space heaters more than mm-hmm. anything. I mm-hmm. always have a space heater in my bathroom. That is mm-hmm. key. I have one in there too. Mm-hmm. I don't go into my bathroom without turning my space heater on. <laughs> truly. Mm-hmm. At all, except during the months of like June through August. Like otherwise, sure. space heater is on in the bathroom always. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, and Sammy, I love the idea of having, I'm currently in a space where that doesn't make any sense, but maybe in my next apartment, I will have to take a cue from you and do the same thing because I love that idea. That's mm-hmm. a great idea. I bet Tim would hate it because he sleeps hot. He gets very hot, but mm. he's just going to have to deal with it because it's harder <laughs> to be cold than it is to be hot. You Agreed. Know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you guys ever been in one of those bathrooms where the floor is heated? Ooh. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's amazing. But it's amazing. I just don't know. I like feel like that's never going to happen for me. That's a, that's a lot. Maybe I should be more optimistic. Sure. Put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the secret. That can be your secret is that the you secret. just want <laughs> heated, heated bathroom, bathroom floors, floors. Heated bathroom floors. <laughs> heated bathroom floors. Heated bathroom I'll think floors. about it every night before bed. Oh. Every morning when I wake up. Um, I have one thing to say that applies to all of us. Oh my God, say it. Tell us. Listeners, we got a freaking P.O. box. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Did. Yes, we needed to we address this. Yes. That was a mail pun. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, she killed um, it. Thank you. Thank you. And I can't believe we haven't yet. Wow, we have a P.O. box. It's very exciting. Um, it's very exciting. So listeners, no more, uh, we won't be accepting any more emails, DMs, any more emails. <laughs> no, don't call in, um, <laughs> mail only snail mail, snail mail, snail mail baby, snail Write mail us letters to our PO box. Let me give you the address. Oh my gosh. Listeners get your pen, get your, get your paper. pen and paper. Cause once again, snail mail only, <laughs> uh, it is PO box two, nine, five, six, two. Los Angeles, California, 90029. Oh, my God. And I'm just very excited about it. I imagine the letters are going to pour in. (laughs) (laughs) I love mail. I really do. Me, too. I love it too, but don't don't send us anything like creepy though, you guys. Like no no like no like <laughs> Use teeth your best judgment. No like yeah. teeth and envelopes, no like anthrax. No teeth, no anthrax. Please no anthrax. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say no body parts in general. I'm no gonna body just extend parts. that. No voodoo dolls. 
no like messages written with cutouts of magazines. Oh, that's kind of fun. I don't know I if you play that, that okay, one. Okay. Right, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's a sp- it's a spooky podcast. You could send us something spooky. Spooky, not creepy. But nothing. Dif- you know gross. the difference. You know the difference. <laughs> spooky, not creepy. Spooky, not creepy. Spooky, not creepy, not nasty. Spooky, sexy, cool. You know that's what we're looking for. <laughs> the famous TLC album. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like don't have anything to talk about this week I have like no news Nothing interesting happened to me No news is good news, Henley <laughs> no news <is> Sammy, <laughs> how right you are um, <laughs> I <laughs> I don't have any news either Um, uh, But I'll, I'll talk about something I'm watching Do, Do it, it. Um, I'm way behind, but I finally got my screener, so I started watching Ted Lasso. Everybody's <sighs> watched Ted Lasso. Everybody likes Ted Lasso, and I'm just going to come on out and say, hey, me too. Okay, <laughs> great. I, <laughs> I <yeah>. like it. <laughs> I really like it. Um, it. You know what it is? You know what it is? It's the Paddington 2 of television. Don't. Yeah. At me with this, <laughs> um, because it, it's just like, what if someone were just like so nice or good, not even nice? What if someone just were so good intentioned that it rubbed off on those around them? What if just mm-hmm. being a kind person made a, made things better? That's all. That's all we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's also what Paddington does, Paddington Bear, and and it really is pleasant, and I just really enjoy it and it's cute and accents and and i listeners may know have i ever talked about it maybe i haven't i love harry styles i love harry styles <laughs> and i watching this i'm like oh my god i love jason sudeikis what a cutie i mean i always knew he was a cutie but like i'm like so charmed by him yeah and i the other day thought hmm i can understand how one woman's type would be both jason sudeikis and harry styles <laughs> Because that's your type? Because that woman is me. Um, (laughs) uh, And it's also Olivia Wilde, and I respect it. Yeah, for for anyone who's missed it, Olivia Wilde, married to Jason Sudeikis, recently left him for Harry Styles. And I got to say, that was like the biggest news of the year for me, for sure. For me personally, huge news. Huge news. Yeah, we we wish him the best. We wish him all the best. We really do wish them the best. I wish Jason (laughs) Sudeikis the best. I wish them all the best. Yes, we do. And on that note, let's get into this week's movie. <laughs> let's get into this week's movie. <laughs> Another uh, listener chosen episode in our infamous March Madness bracket series. <laughs> Go down in history. They're talking about it everywhere. I can't stop hearing about my own bracket. <laughs> and the, I'm very happy with this week's choice. Listeners, you chose Goodnight Mommy. Came out in 2014. It is written and directed by Severin Fiala and Veronica Franz, starring Lucas Schwartz, Elias Schwartz, and Suzanne Wurst. Available to rent for $3.99 on Amazon. And I love this movie very much. This was my second viewing of it. Mm. And I think it's great. This is one I've heard about. Who t- I feel like one of our listeners talked about it. Betsy? I don't know. Not listeners, I guess. I mean. Yes. You know what? That's exactly right. Jess told us. Jess, Jess told, told us, us about it. That Betsy walked out of this one in the movie theater. <gasps> That's right. Why did she walk out? Do we remember? Because she was so upset. Because she was so upset. 
Oh, she was scared and upset. Okay, wow. Oh, no. well, Disturbed. That, I, don't, I don't love that uh, nugget. Um, <laughs> that is intriguing, for sure. I knew there was a reason it was lodged in my brain. Is like, I feel like this is like a thing, this movie. But that it's mm-hmm. just that story. So that's what I know about it. And I don't think I want to know why. But I will... <laughs> have to find out <laughs> i think i've seen the trailer for this one um and i know that i'm definitely gonna want to get plastic surgery afterwards i think for sure <laughs> mm. that's how I'd i love feel. to get plastic surgery uh-huh i would love to get plastic surgery <laughs> i'm gonna go on a limb and say one day i will <laughs> i'm the secreting it <laughs> put it out there warm bathroom floors and plastic surgery plastic surgery plastic surgery plastic surgery i did tell i did tell tim today i was like you before you know it like as soon as i can i'm getting my hair cut and colored i'm getting my nails done i'm buying an entire new wardrobe you're not even going to recognize me i looked i i googled like the best spray tan places that's like where my where my head's at (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've never gotten one before in my life and I'm like well I'm added to the fucking list I'm gonna get a fucking spray tan and just walk around like New York <laughs> like spray tanned out of my mind god that sounds fun oh god <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. that we are good I think that my brain is really a year of being indoors has been very good for all of our mental health. I'm thriving <laughs> <laughs> the fact that I like exclaimed today that I was going to get my hair cut to Tim as if it was like a big thing that I decided. <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Someday I'm going to cut my hair. <laughs> Maybe even whiten my teeth. I love to be at my absolute best. <laughs> I'm going to get some crest white strips. Y'all get fucking ready. Get Holy ready. shit. <laughs> God, get ready for us, world. Um, so I imagine, yeah, this film has something to do with transformations, too. <laughs> um, yes, I'd say so. I'm not going to say too much about it. I think oh the less we the less we know, the better. Oh okay. Ooh, baby, baby, it is cocktail hour, and this week we're going to need it. So we are drinking a and to all a good night. To make a and to all a good night, you'll need one and a half ounces of bourbon, three quarters an ounce of reposado tequila, three quarters an ounce of cherry hearing, two dashes of orange bitters, and one dash of Angostura bitters. You will stir all ingredients with ice and strain into a chilled Nick and Nora glass and garnish with an orange peel twist. Cheers. I've got some trivia for us. Okay, we like to know that. Let's hear it. So the actors were not given the script. Interesting choice. And the movie was filmed chronologically. I always find it interesting when they do that. That's cool. Were they like given what they were going to do that day, like each day? I think so, yeah. (laughs) That's cool. And it's a, a mother and two sons and they're twins and 240 twins auditioned for this. Holy shit. That's a lot of twins. I wonder if that means 480 total or... Mm. 120 i was i was trying to do that quick math in my head fast math (laughs) gotta be 120 sets of twins right yeah it seems like crazy to do 240 sets 
I don't know. I don't think it's, I, I don't think it's that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't work in casting, so I'm not sure. Just a, how many twins are there in the world? There are probably only 240 sets of twins in the whole so world. That's a good half, point. They did half of all the <laughs> all ones the in the world. twins. That's a great point. Um, this film was selected as the Austrian entry for the best foreign language film at the Academy Awards, but it did not receive a nomination, which mm. uh, if you can believe, I'm mad about. <laughs> mm, I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, who could guess that the Oscars would do something wrong? Not me. I fully have full trust in the Oscars. <laughs> Usually I do too. They've never missed a beat. Green Book best picture of that year. Absolutely <laughs> correct. Absolutely. Yeah. Talk about hitting it out of the park. That was a great decision on that their part. That was so so good. Everyone was happy that year. <laughs> that year everyone was happy. As is everyone every year. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Uh, Suzanne Voest lived alone for three months to prepare for the role, often Mm. completely swaddling herself in bandages. She also kept two pet cockroaches, which is not just for fun. It's part of the movie. So (laughs) yikes! get ready for some cockroach things. Really cool. She said she said something I think we can all relate to now. I had no one, no one to talk about this whole thing with. I think after three weeks, I thought I'm going insane. (laughs) Oh, Suzanne. We feel you. Give it a year. You're going to want a spray tan. (laughs) (laughs) It's dark. It's so true. (laughs) Um, Um, And that's all I got, really. I'll, I'll, I'll. Sprinkle in a few more little pieces of trivia as we go. Oh, I like this. But for now, I think we should watch the trailer. something about it taking place during summer too where it's like hot and you it feels like intensely summer feeling Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that whoa kind of makes it worse oh i'm very excited i really want to know what the deal is but i would never i couldn't even like should we make make some guesses i guess she was uh placed in the hospital with an alien that likes to eat cockroaches (laughs) Like, like, uh, the men in black cockroach guy. Mm-hmm. Exactly. A good guess. Yeah. I think this is a prequel to men in black. I think it's a prequel to men in black. <laughs> I, 
My lips are sealed. Oh, we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Oh, I could see leaving this movie in the middle. <laughs> like Betsy. Mm-hmm. We'll have to ask Betsy about it later. And if she ever saw the rest of it. I'm sure she has. She's a pro. She's mm-hmm. a pro. You know who else is a pro? Sammy Smart. Samantha, Samantha Smart. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to hear this. I'm ready to tell you. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. We're going to have a good time. I'm dialed in. Okay, we're gonna have a good time. I'm ready to have a good time. I would love to have a good time. Let's do it. Uh, it's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Um, so we said that it's a Austrian film. It was filmed on the Austrian Czech border in a little village called Haugschlag. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it is seemingly in the middle of nowhere. Like it's the only house around for miles. It's beautiful, honestly. That house was really cool. I want to live there for I sure. I want to live there for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> Um, but we open on a like a video of a lullaby, a German lullaby called Guten Abend, Gute Nacht. And it's a woman singing to um, a bunch of children. And it just kind of plays out this little lullaby. And then we cut to two boys running through 
corn, a cornfield, the creepiest crop. Mm-hmm. Very creepy crop. Very creepy mm-hmm. crop. And they're running, kind of playing hide and seek. Their names are Elias and Lucas. And then we see them kind of running through the woods. How old are these boys? Oh, God. I think they looked like they were like 10. Yeah, they're going to guess 10. I would say they're not eight for once. For they're once, they're like, a little older. They're small, but older. Yeah. They could Kids be like small. 11. 10 or 11. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds yeah, right. And boys yeah. are also especially small. Like some th- those those boys could be like 14. I don't <laughs> you think know they're 14. How they, no, no. But, <laughs> but yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Sometimes it's surprising. Sometimes like, boys oh. are small. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, they look around 10 or 11. Let's say around okay. 10 or 11. And so they're running through this kind of marsh that uh, has this very interesting soil that kind of bounces around. I don't need to get into these details too much. But one thing I just wanted to say is that they're both wearing matching Crocs. And I really love that about them. Cute. Wow. They beat the Croc craze. <laughs> it feels mm-hmm. like they wear kind of matching outfits throughout. Yes. Yeah. They're very yeah. cute. They're twins and they're into the matching thing. For sure. They are exploring and they look into this kind of dark sewer tunnel thing. Kind of reminded me of the tunnel in It. It doesn't look good. It's scary. Lucas goes in first. Elias is calling after him. Lucas, Lucas. And then it cuts to Lucas on a little floaty thing on the lake out front of the house. And again, kind of calling for Lucas and it's just these kind of little almost poetic little moments of them just kind of playing around the property um and then we get our title good night mommy and come back up on their beautiful house um Elias and Lucas run in they kind of do everything in sync like they just like they kind of remind me of the in Annihilation when the little deer run in in sync with each other. So they run in together and they are looking for their mom and they hear her upstairs and it's kind of a creepy vibe right away. And they walk upstairs and they're kind of tiptoeing into her room and you hear this noise and they say like, mama, and we cut to see her and she's opening and closing the blinds like over and over that's the noise that was happening and she turns and looks at them and her face is all bandaged up she has just had some sort of plastic surgery looks like extensive plastic surgery her entire face is bandaged and um when we get a closer look we see her eyes are kind of like swollen and, and purple and they are scared of her and run out of the room and run downstairs. She eventually comes downstairs and brings Elias a glass of juice and Lucas like turns to him and whispers something and he says to his mom, Lucas wants a glass too. And she says, uh, well, he can ask me himself. And Elias says, you only you only made supper for me and she says you know why and kind of walks out of the room and elias says to lucas like you should apologize and they kind of have a little moment and then 
that evening they're playing mm, like a uh what is it 20 questions they're playing with their mom where you put like a a note on your head and you have to guess what it says and so they put one on her head that says mama and she's guessing like is it a person and they say yes is it a woman yes so this is where we're finding out more information about her and they they she figures out that it is a a news reporter and they say yes news reporter she said on german news yes is is this person famous yeah somewhat um and she's not she's not guessing and she's getting like frustrated she's give me a hint and they say you like animals and she says give me another hint and they say you have two kids and she's like how am i supposed to know who has kids do i know this person personally and they like nod and she like gets frustrated and i think leaves the game and so they're like suspicious like why doesn't she know who she is mm -hmm. um then they're getting ready for bed that night brushing their teeth and we see a cockroach on the roof or on the ceiling of the bathroom it falls down they go and scoop it up take it to their bedroom and drop it into their aquarium filled with cockroaches so many these are Mad like madagascar big. hissing cockroaches so they make nasty noises Ugh. ew yeah. so they just have them as pets yeah they have a little aquarium filled with uh, probably 30 or 40 of them. Oh, that's not okay. I'm hard pass, hard pass on that. Yeah, it's yeah. very gross. Yeah, I don't love that. They're getting into bed and their mom comes in and very sternly is telling them like there's going to be some new rules around here. The doctor says that I need to rest. So there needs to be like quiet around here you boys need to be quiet i'm going to be sleeping a lot more than usual if you need something knock on my door don't just come in and oh and she says like if anyone comes to the door tell them i'm sick like i don't want to see anybody uh, she goes to bed and they kind of whispering with each other saying she's so different um saying you know well she wouldn't you be after that operation and and they're, they're like, no, like something's really different. Like this isn't, this isn't her. This isn't like her. And then they, to comfort themselves, play a recording that she had sent them, I guess, from a while ago. They play it and it's her saying like, I miss you so much. I'm, I'm coming home in a few days. Um, I can't wait to kiss you both. And we hear that her tone of voice is much friendlier and sweeter and not like the woman that we've seen and in the recording, she sings them the lullaby that we heard in the beginning of the movie. Um, then they go to bed. Lucas wakes up in the middle of the night, climbs out of bed. Well, not in the middle of the night, but just like a, a hour later and kind of tiptoes out of bed and sneaks to his mom's room and kind of opens the door. 
a tiny bit is looking at her and she has her bandages off of her face and she's kind of rubbing cream onto it. You see it's, again, very kind of bruised purple and um, the door creaks and she turns and has that one of those like close-up mirror the like ex- extra magnification mirrors and it her eye looks in that and he can see it and sees that her eye has her, it's like bleeding in her eye her eyes red and it's just is a scary little moment and it scares him and he runs back to bed and she f- follows into the room like angry and opens the door and looks in and we see that he's like kind of hiding pressed against the wall and she can't see him but she just kind of like looks in the room to make sure everything's fine or whatever and goes back to bed but we don't see her face during all this right like not her full face um not her full face she still has kind of a thing covering her her nose like a brace, I guess, or whatever mm. they put on you after you have plastic surgery or what you would have if you have a broken nose, I guess. Mm-hmm. That kind of covers not her entire face, but just her her nose and forehead. And then whenever mm. she's around the house, she has full bandages on. Mm-hmm. So at this point, we're seeing a little bit more of her face, but yeah, still not her whole face. Okay. So then we just see some t- some time passing. There's a rainy day. The boys run outside, jump on a little trampoline. They do everything together. It's clear that they, they're just best friends. They like sit in their little chairs and, and burp together. They have <laughs> a very long burping content contest. Um, the movie overall, there's like not a ton of dialogue and there's almost no music in it. And so it just has these like kind of long scenes of them just burping at each other. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Um, and as they're burping at each other, someone knocks on the door and they don't know what to do. And and Lucas says to Elias, go get mom. Elias goes upstairs, knocks on the door and she doesn't answer. And he opens the door. All the blinds are closed. So even though it's in the middle of the day, the room is dark. And he kind of tiptoes in and pushes, like, pokes her a little bit. And is like, Mom, Mom, like, someone's here. And she's not waking up. And so he he leaves. He closes the door and he goes back out. And as the door closes, her eyes open. And she starts crunching something in her mouth that was already in there and then she pulls out from under the covers like a piece of like a crack a cracker so she was literally like pretended to be asleep so that she didn't have to talk to her son elias goes downstairs and it the person at the door was like a food delivery man he goes down into the basement and starts unloading the the food that he's brought it's all frozen food and they're like putting it into a freezer He's basically like, wow, you've bought so much food. This is enough to feed a family for a month. So we get the idea that she's, you know, not planning on leaving the house and gonna they're going to be there for a while. Not going to be going out into the world. Next day, a couple days later, they're jumping on the trampoline again. And we see the mom just watching them through the blinds. 
like pulling down the blinds to like look at them. And she just stares at them for a while and then goes to the a mirror and takes off her top and starts like touching her breasts, like evaluating her breasts like she maybe wants to get a boob job too. She's like just looking at her body. Mm. We see the boys running around further away from the house. There's like a cemetery. And they go into this little cave that has like human skeletons in it, which I mean, I guess it's by a, a cemetery, but I don't know what this little thing is, a crematorium or something, but I don't know. But it's a creepy room full of skeletons. Yeah. <laughs> Are the skeletons just out? Like out yeah. and about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a lot of them. Like on the ground? Yeah. It's like it's a cave basically like filled with skeletons it's huh. very strange okay but they're in there exploring and they find a cat oh one of the things that the mom said when she was setting her new ground rules was don't bring anything inside no animals no branches nothing um so we get the idea that they do these kind of i mean they love their cockroaches and shit so i bet these little boys just bring a lot of weird shit in the house a lot and she's like none of that so they're like, they find this cat and oh, no. they're oh, like, no. well, we got to sneak it in. So they like quietly no. bring in the cat and go into their room and find a little shoebox and like put the cat in a shoebox and like put no. it under their bed. It's, it's open. It's not like closed in there, but. But it's not going to stay there. I, that's what I always said. I was like, have to, this is unlike any cat that i've ever seen but maybe it might be it might be injured or something it's not looking like the healthiest most sprightly cat in the world um maybe it's old and so they put it in this box and kind of slide it under the bed and they have locked the door behind them and their mom hears them doing something and so kind of storms up to the room and like jiggles the door handle and is like open this door right now they jump up and open it and she starts kind of ransacking the room like looking in drawers under well that's not very restful no mm -hmm. no Good she point. is worked up looking under blankets and she finds a lighter and kind of waves it in his face and is like what's this like what are you thinking this is you can't have this takes that is this always directed at Lucas? Does that matter? Elias. Lucas, it's like, there's like a scene where she's like ignoring Elias in the big, or ignoring Lucas in the beginning. So she, this is Elias that she's mostly yelling at. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. But it seems like maybe she's more mad at Lucas. Mm -hmm. But so this is to Elias right now. And she's, she's like waving the lighter in his face. Cause she didn't make, she didn't make the meal for Lucas. Correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. So she's like kneeling down to him. They have bunk beds. Um, uh, Lucas is on the top bed. Elias is on the bottom bed. So he's, she's kneeling by Elias, yelling at him. And he claps his hands together right next to her ear just to like be a brat. And it pisses her off so much that she like jumps on top of him and like uses her elbow to shove his face into the bed. Lucas is screaming like, Mom, stop, 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 stop. And eventually she does, and she jumps up 
and then walks out of the room. Yikes. But before she leaves, she takes, it's one of those doors that has a keyhole, like we were talking about in Misery, and she, she takes the key away so that they can't lock it. Mm. But she never saw the cat. No. Which, I mean, it really did stay. It's a really, really chill little cat. It stayed quiet. Okay. She didn't look under the bed. Seems like the number one place to look. Yeah. All right. Sure. As she storms out, they kind of follow her and she storms outside completely. And it's kind of dusk. And they're watching her stomp off into the woods and again they kind of turn to each other and they're like she's so different like this is not like her something's really weird and we see her going into the deeper into the woods i feel like she's barefoot and just kind of walking into the woods and as she is basically like with each step she's like taking off an article of clothing she starts she gets completely naked and then is like unwrapping the bandages on her head throwing those to the ground and then stops and kind of breathes in and then starts shaking her head in this way like it's going very fast like supernatural e like i don't know what's happening it's scary it looks like she's got like a big blurry face all of a sudden it's like blah and then uh, Elias and Lucas wake up, um, and so I we presume it was a dream or a nightmare. Okay. And uh, now it's in the middle of the night, and they grab a cockroach from the from the cockroach aquarium and sneak into her room. She is asleep, and they put the cockroach on her chest. And it crawls onto her face and into her open mouth. And Ugh. this cockroach is big. It's like it's, it's so huge. Big. <laughs> um, and okay, this is the trivia that I wanted to get into now because I was I had to I had to find out if this part was real, if they, if she had a cockroach in her mouth and it's literally oh God, oh God, oh worst God. case scenario. So no, 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 <laughs> they, no. <laughs> so first of all, they had a cockroach trainer on set, which is so funny. Who is his co- cockroaches are really smart, right? I, I don't know. It's I, like why people have them as pets or they're like I trainable. Guess. I think they are somewhat trainable. I don't know that like they're really smart. They're so <laughs> smart. Wait, doesn't, doesn't Eloise have a cockroach? Isn't that one of her pets? Is a pet cockroach? Eloise. A, Eloise, the girl who lives in the plaza. She has a cockroach on a leash. Am I making that up? I don't know who you're I don't talking think I about. Am. Eloise, the girl who lives in the hotel. Yeah, the one who lives in the plaza. I you guys literally don't know what you're talking about. I it's feel like Emily does. It's a picture book. I know what you're talking it's about. I haven't book. read it, so I don't know if she has a cockroach. But all right, well, I haven't. Sorry, I've mind never then. even heard of it. But I believe you. Really? Eloise, what a staple. Okay, anyway, go on. Okay, so there's a cockroach trainer <sighs> on set. They had 3,000 cockroaches on set. No. <laughs> Why? What? I don't no. know. Backups? I don't know. Backups? I don't know. I mean, this aquarium is like filled with cockroaches. It really has a lot. And, but it's, I mean, certainly nowhere near 3,000. It does seem excessive. You're right. You're right. 
<laughs> it's a lot. 3,000 is so many. It's a lot. Um, and yeah, that trivia reminded me of the craft of just... Yes. Yes. Yeah, what, like 20,000 snakes the, or whatever. Incredible said. amount. Yeah, the just most ridiculous amount of... But I mean, at least in that, there are like tons of them everywhere in the craft. It's, it's all over like the there's house. There's tons of snakes all over the place. This is, I mean, there's just one little contained aquarium of cockroaches. Seems like 3,000 is, is too many. Too many. Um, but so uh, Suzanne Wurst was like not scared she like had no problem with the cockroaches at all so she's like yeah i'll take i'll 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 put it in my mouth <laughs> what even if you're not scared of them you don't want to put one in your mouth and so uh... she was like she had them with her and would like they were like training them to to go into her mouth she was oh. just nervous that she was gonna like hurt them like bite them i guess um, but she like figured out how to do it. So I, I imagine that they had to go, it, they went in her mouth a lot. <laughs> so like to be able to like train them to do that means you have to do it multiple times. Ew, ew uh, I what? hate this. Wouldn't you like be more worried they're going to like choke That's on a cockroach? That's what I was like, well, how, do, how would it not like stop crawling? Wouldn't yeah, you be how scared does the training that it, process work? Wouldn't you be scared that it's just going to crawl all the way down your fucking throat? Ew. Anyways, so this is like so gross and then on the day of shooting <laughs> it wouldn't do oh. it and so they did it cgi so it's all for nothing <laughs> oh my god oh my god i mean there's definitely cockroaches like on her but not in her mouth and she didn't have we to do that <laughs> Yeah, this is a this is a moment where sometimes having practical things is so much better. And I think we miss out on a lot yeah. in movies now because there's too much CGI. But I feel like in this moment, you can just CGI going in her mouth. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if that is possible, then that is the option that I would like to have done. Yeah, I agree. I appreciate practical effects and I appreciate no cockroaches in mouths, too. No cockroaches in mouths is a thing, eh? <laughs> So the next day, the mom is uh, a little bit more, she's, she's outside now. She's doing some cleaning. She's in like sweatpants and high heels. Her outfit is very funny. Um, and she's outside cleaning. We see that Lucas is outside using a magnifying glass to burn cockroaches. Um, and... Elias is inside playing piano and then Elias like calls Lucas in and is like, look at this. And they see that she has taken a bunch of pictures off the walls of seemingly their dad and they open a photo album and all the basically all the photos are gone. Um, and there's they find one photo in there of her of their mom with a woman who looks a lot like her and they're wearing a matching outfit and they kind of think okay like this might be the woman that got surgery to look like our mom and they so they're they're in like detective mode they they put a little walkie-talkie under their mom's bed so that they can uh eavesdrop on her and they're they oh and then they realize that they can't find the cat they start um looking around for the cat you're telling me it left the shoebox <laughs> it was supposed to stay in the shoebox i know unbelievable you can believe it i know it's wild uh and they're looking all around the house 
and they find the cat in the basement and it is dead under oh. a shelf. They pull it out and it's like shoved under a shelf in the basement. And they're like, she did this. Like, I know, I know mom did this. Can you tell? Is it, It's just dead. You it's can't just tell. Dead. Like... You, yeah, no, you can't tell. Okay. Okay. So they, they go upstairs and they start putting, taking all of their cockroaches out of the aquarium and putting them into like mason jars, basically. And we see them go take the aquarium uh, downstairs and set it on the uh, living room table and they're filling it with alcohol and they put the dead cat in it. Whoa. I guess they're trying to basically be like, we know you did this. They hide behind a curtain so that they can see how she reacts when she comes in and sees this. And so we see her come in and she looks shocked, but kind of just walks up to it. And you see her kind of look in their direction. They're behind the curtains, but you can tell that they're there. And she storms upstairs and finds their jar of cockroaches, comes downstairs and starts just like pours a few cockroaches in to the to the alcohol aquarium with the cat and kind of looks at them like testing them. She knows they love the cockroaches and mm -hmm. then pours some more in and then says like, fine, and starts pouring the whole thing in. Elias runs out, is like, no, stop it and pushes her back and she says, like, what the hell is this? What's going on? And he says, tell us where our mom is. And she says, are you insane? Are you going crazy? And he says, you're not our mom. And she slaps him across the face. And he says, like, tell us what you did with our mom. We know you're not her. And she grabs him by the back of his neck and drags him up to his bedroom and he's like screaming and crying and Lucas is like following them also crying and she gets to the room and and closes it before Lucas gets in so Lucas is like outside banging on the door and we just hear her yelling at Elias saying say to me 10 times that I'm your mother and we hear him kind of crying being like you're my mother you are my mother and she's like louder say it louder I'm your mother and he does, and he says it 10 times, and then she says, and stop talking to your brother. Mm -hmm. And then she, like, storms out. Lucas comes in and starts comforting Elias. Eli I guess I'm not that smart. I was just about to be like, I feel like Lucas isn't alive. Real? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that well, but from turns, the second, out, from turns out that's pretty clear. <laughs> from the second that Sammy in the beginning was like, he she didn't make anything for Lucas. Then she's like, you know why? It was like, oh. yeah, <laughs> it's probably not real. <laughs> Pretty crazy for a mom to make dinner for just one of her sons. <laughs> she's not giving I anything away, folks. I don't know. We'll see. We're not there yet. We'll see what We're happens. not there yet. Yeah, Elias is crying. Lucas is comforting him. Elias says she wants to tear us apart. So they start uh sharpening some little wooden sticks they have like a toy crossbow they're like preparing to like fight this imposter look i don't think i'm having kids but if i do i'm not giving them pet cockroaches not giving them a toy crossbow no just gonna put that yeah. out there those are not things that a child of mine will ever have no 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 mm -mm. not allowed 
Um, oh, she like locks that locks them in their room. She's got the key on the outside. A thing that we decided last week was very dangerous and not okay. But she does it. Mm-mm. She locks them in there. They light little candles. They have a photo of all three of them together in a little frame. And they light some candles around this photo in the frame. And are like, please, mom, like, come back to us. Like, I'll do anything for you to to be yourself, to come back to us. Please come back. We see that they're locked in the room for a while. They like Elias pees in the corner and in like a bottle and they're scared of her and they're taking turns kind of keeping watch of the door. So they're each like sitting, aiming the little crossbow at the door and they've got a timer set so that they switch places and each sleep for like a few hours. And while Elias is keeping watch um he nods off and falls asleep and when he wakes back up the door is wide open and lucas is gone and he go he stands up and walks out and walks towards their mom's room and sees lucas standing facing their mom's bed holding a box cutter and walks in and Lucas walks to their mom and cuts open her stomach and a bunch of cockroaches came out, come out. And Ugh. then we see uh, Elias wake up again where he was keeping guard of the door. So that was a dream as well. Thank God. Um, Thank God. <laughs> but Phew. another little piece of cockroach trivia. Oh, God. Um, I read a lot about these cockroaches is that in this little contraption that they made, the the mom's like torso, the woman's torso, they said it was like very warm in there for the cockroaches, so they didn't want to come out. So it was like really hard for them to film this shot because the cockroaches are just like comfy in their little fake little torso. And oh, that's cute. <laughs> so they had to like They're physically like, push them yes. out. They said they they tried blowing they tried blowing a hair dryer so it would be like warm for them outside of the torso too, but eventually they had to push them out. <laughs> that's very funny. Everybody likes to be warm. Everybody loves mm-hmm. to be warm. Warm and cozy. Being warm is great. Warm and cozy. And next morning, they stack up a bunch of books underneath the door handle so that she won't be able to open it from the outside. And she comes She comes to their room and tries to open it. And we hear her voice kind of say, can we be friends again? And, oh, one thing before before that, they've like cut their hair to look alike now because their hairs were slightly different lengths and so now they're going full twin mode and um elias says like now she won't be able to tell us apart they're wearing the exact same outfit and they've cut their hair to look exactly alike and she comes to the door says can we be friends again they decide to let her in they look very suspicious of her and she opens the door and she doesn't have her bandages on and her face is pretty much healed and she's all like glammed up she's got her makeup on and her hair all done up and she's in a a dress and so we see that she's in a very good mood because she's um healed and looking great Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. um and so she's trying to extend an olive branch and say you know can we be friends again 
and I got you this present. It's a boomerang. And they're like, thank you. Um, can we go outside to play with it? And so she lets, she opens the door to let them outside and they just bolt like the second that the door opens, they bolt and run to the nearest town, which seems very far away. They find a church, uh, find a priest, and uh, we see them in a car with the priest. And they're basically like, and you'll like come with us to the police and you'll help us explain like what's going on. And the priest is like, yep. And just drives drives them back to their house. <laughs> Man, I like in this situation, I do feel like that's the probably the right thing for this priest to do. But that is one of the worst fucking parts in horror movies when the person you trust fucking mm-hmm. sends you right back into danger. Oh, <laughs> and I, I don't hate know. It. And, I, and I don't know if that's the right thing to do. If like the priest thinks there might be abuse happening in the home, I think it probably the, not the right thing that's to do true. is to bring the kid right, right back to the home right but maybe the priest knows something we don't i don't know maybe so they get back to the it's hard to say they get back to hard to say back to the house he takes them back to their house and gets out and they lock the doors from the inside they're like we're not coming out eventually after you know pressing the lock and unlock button a few times they get he gets them out and their mom kind of runs out and ushers them back inside. It's pouring rain. It's nighttime. Um, she looks like she's been crying a lot. Her makeup is all dripping down her face now. And uh, basically, once they're inside, the priest says, like, care to explain? And she says it was it was just all a bit much. The accident, the separation... And he kind of nods at her and they're standing there for a moment and the porch light just goes off on them and it like it gets dark. And I don't know why, just like that moment made me so sad. Like they're just like standing there still and the light just like turns off on them. Love that little detail. Mm. Um, And then we see her go inside and she's just in her room crying and... Then we see the boys kind of wake up in the night, kind of silhouetted, and get out of bed. We don't know what they're doing, but then we come back up the next on the next morning and see the mom's face as she's laying in bed, and then light hits her face as the little boys open the blinds of her room, and she's kind of, she's confused, doesn't know why they're in there, and wakes up, and we see that she is completely tied up in her bed that they have tied her ankles and uh, wrists to the the bed frame with her gauze and, like, a masking tape, I guess. They've bound her up real good, and she can't get out, and she's like, what is this? And they're standing over her in these, like, creepy masks. Um They're, like, colorful little, I don't even know how to describe them. They're, like, geometric, colorful masks and they're spooky and they're standing over her and they say like where's our mom like we're not letting you go until you tell us where our mom is and they're yelling at each other and she's saying like i'm your mom and they're saying no you're not and they have the in that picture or they find a picture of her 
where her eyes are brown and her eyes in this moment are blue. And they're like, your eyes are, your eyes were brown in this photo. Now they're blue. And she says they were contacts. Um, they're in the, they're in the bathroom. You can go find them. And so the little boys go to the bathroom to try to search for the contacts. They don't find them. And Lucas gets mad at Elias and says like, I can't believe you believe her. She's obviously lying. And they get in a fist fight. Both of them get little bloody noses. And then they go back in into the room or Elias goes back into the room. Mom is like screaming, help, help, help. It's like there's nobody around for so many miles. It's so stressful. <laughs> mm. And so she's screaming and they Elias throws a glass of water in her face and she looks like so mad and shocked and um he's standing over her and then he starts calling for Lucas and Lucas isn't coming in and she kind of softens and is like can Elias like sit on the bed with me and he's he does and she's like can you just untie me like I can make you breakfast like my my wrists hurt my my feet hurt like please untie me and he stands back up and pulls a cell phone out of his pocket and holds it in her face and plays her the, a video of him saying like crying saying you're you, yes you are my mom yes you are my mom like the scene that we heard a bit ago where mm. she made him say that he is her mom 10 times apparently she filmed it and he like holds it in her face and is like, our mom wouldn't do that. And she says, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And like, you're right, that wasn't like me and I shouldn't have done that. I don't know what to believe. <laughs> I know, I'm stressed, I'm stressed. <laughs> oh. Elias, Elias like looks like he wants to believe her and he starts, he starts cutting off the bandages on her feet and then Lucas comes in and says what are you doing and is clearly mad about it and he turns and they kind of again are mad at each other and then Lucas like grabs Elias and pulls him up to their mom's face and we see a mole on her face is starting to drip from where they when they threw water in her face and they mm. wipe it and it wipes completely off. And they're like looking at the picture of her where she had the mole. And they're like, what, where is your mole? And she's like, they had to take it off in the, in the surgery. Like they're dangerous. I just had it removed. Um, and they're like, you're lying. You're lying. And so he stops untying her. I think they like tighten it up a bit. And uh, they grab a magnifying glass and set it up to make a little light on her cheek and they're basically burning her on her cheek and saying like oh. tell us where our mom is tell us where our mom is she is just screaming and crying and this it like looks like a cigarette burn i guess but it just like starts Ew. like singeing into her face Ew. Ew. what the fuck and she's just crying and then they stop and they're like, like, when you tell us where where our mom is, like, we'll stop. And 
um, Elias, after they burn her, puts burn cream on the spot. He, like, gets a little jar and starts <laughs> tending to her wound. And then they put tape over her mouth and they they leave her in there and go downstairs and i think they like go outside and play again they're not like jumping on the trampoline just back to their regular having lives. a fun time a fun time mm-hmm. and we see someone knock at the door and the door oh, the front door opens and it's these two people from the red cross that are basically like coming to ask for donations but they mm. just like waltz right in in a way that is funny that I don't know if people do in Austria, but they're the door is like <laughs> unlocked. Maybe in like a village, I guess you would like this place is very small. It seems like people know each other, but they just like open the front door and they're like are walking around. They're like, hello, anybody home? Like we're looking for donations. And they like walk into the living room and then they like are starting to walk upstairs to where uh, again, the mom is like screaming like for help. But very muffled because her mouth is taped um and as they're like getting closer to her room elias and lucas run in and are like hello like can we help you and even if you do walk into someone's house like going upstairs feels like a step it's, too it's far. wild yeah i mean i definitely was like hmm these people are <laughs> Should not be doing this. Especially if then you're like, can I have money? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like, I'm in your bedroom now. Can I have money? (laughs) I mean, like, I wouldn't even do that at your guys' house. If you, like, weren't home, maybe I would. If I was, like, worried about where you were. But if I was, like... If I was worried about where you were, I might go into your house. But I But if it was, like, I'm meeting you over at your house and you didn't answer, I don't think, like, my immediate thing would, like, let me go be explore her house. I would be like, well, I'll call her. Yeah, I would I would probably walk. I mean, I Emily, I've walked into your house before for sure. Yeah, I'm fine with that, but exploring. I wouldn't like go up into your bedroom. Yeah. I appreciate that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's weird. These these Red Cross people, <laughs> it just yeah, it bumped for me. I'm like, what are they doing? Anyways, so they so they come back downstairs and they sit at the living room table. They're basically like, "Where's where where's your parents?" and they say, "Our mom's not here." Um, but she'll be back like any minute and they say like, oh, great. Like, can we just wait for her? And the little boys are like, uh, okay. And they just sit down at the living room table and then Elias kind of realizes like, well, I mean, they're not going to leave until, (laughs) until we do something. So Elias goes into his mom's purse, gets out a like 50 euro note and, (laughs) <laughs> and like hands it to them and is like oh i just like talked to my mom on the phone she said to give you this this is like what she always gives and they're like uh are you sure like that's kind of a lot and uh then like one of the guys one of the red cross guys turns to the other and is like well it's a pretty nice house i mean like they can probably afford it <laughs> and they so they're fine with it they take the 50 bucks and they head on out and right as they get out the door the mom is able to like get out of the tape just from like moving her mouth around and like using her tongue to like get the tape off of her mouth um but it's too late the door is closed behind them she's screaming help 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 oh god okay at this moment as a viewer whose side are you on i don't know my side is 
weirdly switched to the mom's side now. Yeah, is that just because she's tied if, up? If as you're watching it, you feel like, or is it just all creepy? I think and you you're just, ju- I'm, I, you're just like very stressed for everybody. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Everyone. Yeah. Fair. Everyone. So the little boys like run to the window to watch as the Red Cross people go away to make sure that they don't hear anything. They don't. They get in their car and they drive away. The little boys close the blinds and their mom is screaming, help, help, help. They go into the room and they pin her down and press her lips together and they super glue her mouth <gasps> closed. Ew, what the fuck? And she is now like really crying that's fucked it's up. It's very fucked up. Whoa. Ugh. They go back downstairs, leave her up there. Now she can't make much noise at all. They go down, make themselves dinner. They make pizza. And as they're eating, Elias kind of realizes that they need to feed her. It's night nighttime now. She's been tied up all day long. Uh, and so they go upstairs. Oh, no. oh God! Oh no! <laughs> they've super glued her mouth closed. Oh no! Oh, and God. so oh, no. they get tiny little scissors. No! <laughs> what the fuck? No! <laughs> what? I've I've been wondering this whole time when Betsy walked I out. I feel like she wants to walk out. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I don't want to hear it. Sam, we just, we know what's going to happen. We Can know what happened, so we just skip no. over it. Please, no. please, please don't. They're going real slow at first, and she's, oh, she's, she's holding so still. Her eyes are wide, bulging out of her head. She's trying to stay so still. They go like... <laughs> little snip little snip at a time (laughs) and then about halfway through hit right into the lip and it gushes blood (laughs) i cannot handle this so they get her mouth open i mean it's it like snips her lip and then her scream rips open the rest of it Ah! it's really bad i like i'm really curious what material they used for this shot because it's definitely practical and it looks really really gross <laughs> oh my god i fucking hate it that was hor- that's horrible that visual to have yeah. it's very bad um okay and elias <laughs> says to her like really desperately like please just prove that you're our mom prove that you're our mom and She's crying and she's like, what do you want? Like, what do you, how do you want me to do that? And he says, what's Lucas's favorite song? And she kind of wrinkles her brow. And it's just like, she says, uh, lullaby and goodnight. And it's wrong. And they look disappointed. They grab the masking tape, tape tape over her mouth again. Ugh. And they start singing that little lullaby from the opening, which is the correct answer. So they're just like standing over her, like singing a lullaby. <laughs> it's so creepy. And um, and it cuts to an overhead shot and we can see that she has wet her pants. I mean, she's been tied up all day long and has just a big wet spot. And Lucas says, like, can't you tell when you have to pee? He's a real dick about it. (laughs) Like, yeah, she probably could tell. 
and was tied up and can't go anywhere. Um, and so then they go down into the basement and start pulling out some tools, which look bad and go back upstairs oh, and they set a like little timer and they say, where is our mom? Oh, God, I don't like this. You know, I don't want to know what happens. <laughs> it's not good. Oh, I just no. want to tap out now. And once the timer goes off, they take a little like wooden spool thing and put it in her mouth, like prying her mouth open, like a vertical little thing. And no. then start twisting it. No. Like with a piece of floss, I think, and are also like using the f- floss to like pull on her teeth. No. And she's like screaming <laughs> and crying. And I mean, I think they're trying to pull her tooth out. I don't think they get These it. These boys are fucked up. I don't think. Yeah, they're really fucked up. I know. Up. I wouldn't even know how to do this. I was like, what is, how would you pull someone's tooth out? Also, I'm sorry go you could run to town before run and go get the police what the fuck yeah no now the boys are really freaking me out they're like now they're really freaking me out (laughs) they're really freaking me out they're little sociopaths so i think they're like trying to pull her tooth out and they, they they can't they don't get it out but her mouth is covered in in blood anyways from them cutting her lip and she has like a burn hole in her cheek. She's looking very bad and is just like so defeated, like sobbing, like sad little sobs. And you see Elias is like taking pity on her and she he she says like, please like untie me. They're basically and Lucas is like, we'll allow it because she needs to change her nasty sheets. Like we're not going to change those sheets and so they untie her to... We're little torture monsters. <laughs> torture monsters. And so Elias, like Lucas and Elias nod at each other. Lucas takes guard with his crossbow and sharpened little thing. And Elias starts untying her. She, um, Once she's all cut loose, she starts taking the sheets off. Of the bed, and uh, as she's got the like duvet in her hands, she throws it on Elias and bolts for the door, closes the door behind her, runs down the stairs, runs to the front door. It's locked, uh, sees the side door is open, runs out, and there is a trip wire, and she trips and smacks her head so fucking hard. And I, I really jumped out of my skin. I didn't remember that this part happened, and it's awful. These kids uh, are so fucked up. They're very fucked up. Oh, kids, no. kid, whoever the fuck it is, <laughs> not okay. No, not okay. <sighs> so she, it cuts to black and comes back up on her face. She is uh, on her back in in the living room, and we see that her eyes have been super glued together. Oh my oh, super god. Super glued closed. One of them is is open and one of them is glued closed. One of them's kind of like split open. Fucking Christ. And she is I have to get something from Mac. He's being bad. What if he has a cockroach? Huh? Oh, I didn't feed them their snack today. That's why. 
I've been feeding. Oh no, snack! I've been feeding them three a little mini meal for lunchtime. Anyways, um, so she, we see that she's surrounded by candles. It's like nighttime now, and we see that the cat in the aquarium is still on the living room table, like right next to her. And she starts to try to get up, and she is entirely super glued to the floor and cannot move. Uh, How am I super glued I to know, they that's in this not, house? This is not one tube's worth. They must have had a lot more because her whole body is super glued to the ground. It's very bad. She keeps trying to pull up, and it, she, can't, she can't move, and is again... Ugh. Like saying, what's what's going on? Like, Elias, please, like, stop this. This is crazy. And uh, Elias is holding a, a candle and tips the candle to the aquarium that the cat is in. And because it's filled, uh. it's filled with alcohol, it just lights, mm-hmm. catches fire. And um, he's standing over his mom and his mom says up to to him. Elias, like, let's make a deal. She says, I'll, I'll play along again. I'll play along. I'll, I'll make food for Lucas again. I'll, like, lay out his clothes in the morning. Like, I can, I'll do it again if you, like, promise to believe that I'm your mother. And Elias is like, I don't believe you. I don't believe that you'll do that. And she says, Elias, it's not your fault that Lucas died. It's not your fault. Like, it was an accident. The accident was not your fault. Like, you have to let me, let me go. And I, like, I am your mom. I know this is really hard, but we'll get through it. And like, please, Elias. And then Lucas, like, comes out from behind Elias and is like, she's lying. <laughs> and Elias is like, okay, one more chance for you to prove that you're our mom. And Lucas walks over to a curtain holding a, a a lighter or a candle and is holding the candle to the curtain. And Elias says, what is Lucas doing right now? And she like looks at him and is like, but I can't, I can't see him, Elias. I can't see him. And he says, our mom would know what she, what Lucas was doing. Our mom could see Lucas. And Lucas Puts the candle to the curtain. It lights on fire. Or no, uh, Elias like walks up and like grabs the candle from Lucas and yeah. lights it on fire. And uh, then the mom is really screaming like, no, 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 no. Oh, God. And the fucking aquarium like explodes like the heat breaks the glass. And they're not meant to be lit on they're fire. They're not meant to be lit on fire. And the alcohol just flies all over her. So she just lights right up in flames and is screaming, oh. being burnt alive. Um, oh. Elias, Elias looks really scared. Uh, also in the house. And then it just cuts to the fire department arriving. The whole house on fire and putting out the fire. And then we cut back to the cornfields. And from a like an an overhead shot, and we see the corn just moving, and then we go down into the corn and see Elias and Lucas like again r- running around in the cornfield, and then they like see someone coming, 
and walk towards the edge of the cornfield. And it's their mom, all uh, beautiful, wearing a nice white dress. And she like reaches out to them. They both run up to her and they all start singing that lullaby and like look straight to camera and sing the whole lullaby. And then that's the end of the movie. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> what a freaking doozy. Okay. Well, first question. Mm -hmm. At what point when you're first watching it, did you realize that Lucas was it's not very, it's, around? I will say, honestly, the first time I watched it, I don't think I got it right until the end. And that was the most surprising thing watching it the second time was like how incredibly obvious it is like literally yeah from like the opening scene um i like left out a lot of details because i was like it's there it's literally sprinkled throughout like evidence that he's yeah. not there um which is cool but and it's cool it's like uh it's like the gorilla experiment in that thing where it's uh -huh. like right i didn't i don't think i knew at first with the dinner like uh Mm -hmm. I, I knew I suspected right basically like right before you told us a thing that made it very obvious what did you say we talked about it they were like oh, in, when in she the said bedroom. Stop, stop talking to your brother right stop be right before that when when she like yells at Elias in the room only yeah yeah and Lucas is like in the top bunk and Elias is in the bottom bunk and she's only talking to Elias yeah. in the bottom mm -hmm. bunk yeah I mean it's it's very obvious upon a second watch, but yeah, but that's fun though. It is fun because it's it's like a testament to how cool it is the first time. Yeah, when it's such a surprise. Yeah, and I think it's pre it's more like when you're actually watching it and seeing the two boys so much, it's harder to predict. I think. Right. Yeah. 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 You're not just hearing the names. Mm -hmm. Well, also, I think in a horror movie, when realist, I'm always trying to figure out all the possible options mm -hmm. for what could be going on. Like, there's part of it halfway through where I was like, does she have a twin? Yeah. And there's something with the her twin that's going mm -hmm. on here. I thought about that, too. Because of the photo albums. So, uh, so basically, at the beginning, when he goes in that creepy tunnel, he dies. I actually, I mean, it's not. Or maybe he died. It's not that. clear. That's actually the first time I started thinking about it when you told us about the tunnel yeah. thing, because oh, nice. th that seemed that seemed a little bit weird that he was like shouting for him and he was people wasn't have a lot of different theories about what actually happened. Um, I think that he drowned. It's in the next scene where they're on the lake and Lucas is mm. on a floaty. I mean, Elias is on a floaty and he's kind of calling for Lucas and it actually pans out to mm. the water and you see like bubbles in the water. It's like literally like <laughs> shows. So I think he drowned um, and that I think it must have happened the year before the last summer. I think this is their summer house. And I think uh -huh. in that time, their the parents, the parents broke up. And she's yeah. having a bit of a crisis and she's a news reporter. She's on camera. And so she went through this plastic surgery to for her job. And she's just the reason she's being like cold and not having it is she just had a lot of trauma yeah. as well. Yeah. And I'm like seeing her alive son is the same as seeing her dead son because they are twins. And so when she's like in the room pretending to be asleep so she doesn't have to look at him. I mean, it's horrible. It's a horrible. Yeah. And. I think part of what you could take away from this film is to talk to your children about 
grief right, and right. these things and not don't ignore it. It's like similarly to the Duke, where it's like, yeah, you need to have these really open conversations with children and not otherwise they're going to have a little invisible brother friend and then otherwise they're going to super you. glue you to the ground and kill you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are the only options. So choose wisely. Or worst case scenario. Jesus. Oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, it's really sad. I mean, watching it's it a so second sad. time, it's watching it the second time. I was like, Oh, it's just so sad. <laughs> like the first time I was like, Ooh, this is creepy. What's going to happen is a mystery. And second time I was just like, Oh my God, everything in it is just sad. Mm. Also, I'm wondering if one, um, maybe this is just Elias like manifesting this, but I wonder if Lucas did have some kind of like mental illness issue going on or something because maybe Lucas was clearly like egging him on trying to get him to do bad things that whole time. Yeah. And I don't know, but, he, but it's Elias. I know. So I, I just wondering if there was some kind of like mental illness going on, I guess, with either of them. Maybe um, I think of it also as just like his anger about it personified. Right, right. It could. Yeah, it He's could just, just be that like putting all of all of his bad emotions into this external thing Lucas. so that he can still be. So it's himself. not him. And yeah. I mean, his confusion and his, like... Yeah. Also, how yeah. he would be so alone yeah. to lose a sibling, let alone a twin, and then it's just you and your mom who doesn't even look like herself in this big, creepy summer. How, like, oh, God. Because it doesn't make... I mean, I guess I it, it makes sense, but it does feel a little weird that the mom was, like, that horrible in the beginning. And, like, why does she eat the cockroach? I guess that's where the, like, that mental illness thing comes dream, in. The cockroach was a dream, yeah. She what? Oh, that and was they a dream. They, oh. They, they sneakily edited it in the trailer to make it seem like she does, but she she doesn't. It's um, her chomping oh, on the, I thought that was chomping on the bread and then a cockroach crawling into her mouth in a dream. Okay. Um, Got it. But, I mean, you know, seems like she just, she might not have been a great mom. <laughs> she, you know. Right. Right. That she too. didn't have the tools that she needed. She's going through a lot of stuff with her, the I mean, yeah, so much, so much grief and loss and so not able to be there for her son in the way that he needs. And and it really backfired on her. It does not work out. Yeah, it does not work out for her or him. They're all going to be not. Not yeah, well. and I think he does die in the end, is my theory. I think Elias yeah. he dies in the fire. Yeah, yeah. I think they both die. How would he possibly get out? Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, it seems like they're all together in death yeah. at the end. I guess the only other flag I have is um the voicemail. The voicemail seems like it did sound like a really different woman, and it was from think, only a few days I don't before. Think, no, I don't think it was from a few days before. I think they had saved it from like a long oh. time before. And so I think it was just from oh, like a happier oh, time. Oh, oh. They had just a recording that they had saved of her. Oh, I see. Okay. That makes sense. Um, and then one thing that, oh, I, so that I didn't say in the beginning also, just because I thought maybe this would be also a clue, is that these are the direct writers and directors of The Lodge. And so mm. I feel like they're they have a thing against kids well, kids and also <laughs> their movies are all it's always real it's like not supernatural nothing weird is happening like oh, in the yeah, end it's yeah, like yeah. it is the simplest answer and it is just yeah so because jenna had seen goodnight mommy before seeing the lodge and she said that she kind of figured out in the lodge and i didn't at the lodge i was so shocked and 
You mean yeah. you heard me? I was oh, furious. I, I was furious. The lodge was a great fucking twist. Ooh, the lodge yeah, was a good twist. Yeah, yeah the lodge really mm-hmm. got me. It mm-hmm. got me good. If got you guys haven't good. listened to our episode on the lodge, highly yeah, recommend. It, it got us good. But it got, then it I got guess me we real good. Spoiled it a little bit too. <laughs> or maybe it didn't get us good. I don't know. You <laughs> um, and then also after watching this, I. <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about my cats, my two boy cats being like, ah, okay, being like you. you're not our mommy. <laughs> and I mean, the reality of that, knowing that she really is his mom and like, there's no way for her to convince him. It's so Ooh, sad. It's so sad. Um, but it really keeps making me laugh. I accidentally stepped on Mac today mm-hmm. and he looked at me with these big wide eyes and I just like imagined in my head and being like, you're not my mom. <laughs> it just keeps really making me laugh. The two of them talking behind your back. She's not our mom. She's not our mom. She forgot our lunch snack. She never forgets our lunch snack. <laughs> they, they can't tie you she up. She forgot so our lunch snack. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and tied to my bed with two evil little cats. Well, Sammy, if it helps, <laughs> if we don't hear from you, we'll walk into your front door, but no more than that. Uh-huh. Okay, mm-hmm. no more than that. We will not. We will not go all the way to the bedroom. Um, listeners, you did it. You chose a a real wild one. Spooky one. Spooky yeah, thank one. you. And there is going to be one more of these March Madness. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it's going to be yet, but I trust your judgment. Me too. Yeah, thanks for all your suggestions. We'll see who wins. Sammy, thank you for doing the good service. Of course. You always is, do. Yes, thank you for your service. It is a, it is a treat. And a pleasure. And thank you guys for listening. I have a lot to think about. That was hard. This one, there, yeah, this, there. Yeah, this one was really, one was really, really hard. hard. Why, why is it so hard? Why, why, I would so much because rather. Because it is real, I feel like. Because it it's all things that could happen, right? I just want to hear about a ghost or a demon. Can we do one about a ghost or a demon? It's been to too long. On a ghost or a demon. <laughs> it's been too long. Where are my ghosts at? Where are my ghosts at? <laughs> um, listeners, what did you think? Uh, tell us your thoughts. Write us a note at P.O. Box 29562. <laughs> Los Angeles, California, 90029. Yes. <laughs> um, that's all for this week. And I have a special treat for you guys. I looked up how to say goodbye or how to sign us off in german auf deutsch <gasps> i'm studying i am i'm learning german right now i'm doing pims the pimsler method what does that mean it's like a rosetta stone type thing it's just a <gasps> oh cool a language learning app i'm trying to learn german my family speaks german so i don't know mm. not doing anything else yeah um so all you guys will need to know is that to say goodbye is auf wiedersehen i will say the rest everybody knows auf oh. wiedersehen so I'll we're going to say Alvita Sane. Alvita Sane. Alvita Sane. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Von uns allen hierbei so gruselig nicht gesehen. Alvita Sane. Hi, everybody. Sammy here. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And you could also rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. 
If you have time to do that, that would be amazing. You could also follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can become a patron at patreon.com slash TSDW podcast. Members of Tony fucking Colette's Inner Circle get two bonus episodes a month. And one of the bonus episodes this month is The Green Inferno, which is maybe the craziest episode we've ever done. So you're going to want to check that out. But if you don't, we'll be back next week with our regular episode, which is the last episode chosen by you guys in our March Madness brackets. And you chose As Above, So Below. Okay, we'll talk to you next week. Bye.